Hey, and welcome to the Happiness Project Podcast, where we are all about taking action to living our happiest lives. My name is JC, and I am obsessed with giving you tools to help you take you from where you are now to where and who you want to be. In this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share stories, tips, and tricks to help you truly live your happiest life. I don't promise to have all the answers, but as a once beat down, burned out teacher, I am passionate about helping you find yours. Let's do the dang thing. Hi, and welcome back. I'm sorry if you hear a lot of background noise. I currently have my dogs by me. And we're running our good old friend, Louie, who is my robot vacuum, who I love more than anything in this world. I don't know about you, but anyone who can help do chores while you can do other things is just totally my jam. And also I have a very needy Rottweiler, so we'll see how this ends up playing out. But there is an important message today because we have roughly... I think I counted, but I could have miscounted 67-ish days until the new year. And I hear all of the time people are like, yep, after the new year, I'm going to start with this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to set these goals. I'm really going to stick to it. It's going to be different this time. And then it's not. And my question is, why do we wait until the new year to set resolutions or to set goals? We don't need a new year to set goals or to set resolutions or to do things, especially when it comes to our health and our fitness. Our health and our fitness should be something that you start right now and you actively work towards those goals every single day. Fitness is not a destination. Your health is not a destination. It's an ongoing journey for the rest of your life. And that's how you have to view it. You can't view it as, oh, another Monday, I'll start next Monday, right? Or, oh, another year? I'll start, I'll start when it's the new year. That's not how health and fitness works. That's just not how it works. And you pay for that it, either way, right? Whether you commit to your health and fitness or you pay for it in sickness. And you really do, and I'm a firm believer in that because I've been on both sides. You either pay for sickness or you pay for health and fitness. You choose, right? So how do you set goals? How do you set realistic goals and not just yearly goals? Because again, I feel like this is what really scares people, especially for whatever reason women off is when we set those yearly goals and then we get overwhelmed and then we never accomplish them. So how do we, how do we fix that narrative? How do we change that? Right? Well, number one, yes, you should be setting yearly goals. Number two, you should not just be setting them on the new year, like we said, but number three, you have to break those yearly goals into small attainable goals. So remember how we always say, if you've been listening to me for a while, I say this. So if you're new here, welcome. But if I, if you're, if you've been around, you hear me say this all the time, the small, seemingly insignificant actions are what add up to huge results. So what do those actions look like? So for you, it could be something as simple as waking up five minutes earlier and journaling. 
It could be drinking your daily water goal. It could be adding one more serving of vegetables to your meals. It could be maybe cleaning the junk out of your cabinets, right? These look different for everybody, but these are great goals to start with. And you do them day after day, week after week, month after month, and eventually they add up, right? So let's say you have a year and you want to lose 100 pounds in a year or 50 pounds or 30 pounds in a year, whatever it is for you. That's how you start that. You start by cleaning out the junk. You start by adding more vegetables or nutritious foods. You start by um, adding or drinking your water. Did I say that already? I lost my train of thought because again, Rue the Rottweiler is totally messing with my life right now. <laughs> um, you start with all of those things and when you do them week by week, eventually it becomes habit. Eventually it becomes discipline, but you have to actually do it and you have to stop looking at your health and fitness as if it's another Monday or as if it's just another resolution because I'll tell you right now, 85% of the people who set New Year's resolutions quit within two weeks. 85%. You don't need a new year to start. You do not need a new year to start. You need right now. Whether that's, it's a Tuesday, right? Because these come out on Tuesdays. Or whether it's a, it's a Wednesday or a Thursday or a Friday or a Saturday. You don't need a Monday. You don't need a new year to start. You need right now, right in this moment to commit to what you want to do. So my first action step. I know I've given you a lot of steps already, but my first action step that I would take is I would sit down and look at my goals as a whole. And it doesn't have to just be health and fitness, right? I always use health and fitness goals because there a lot of you have health and fitness goals, but for your health and fitness goals, I would sit down and look at it. You know, do you want to lose a certain amount of weight? Do you want to lose a certain amount of inches? Okay. What, what is that number? So Again, if it's a bigger number, yeah, a year's goal of that is is a great goal to have. If it's a smaller number, so maybe you only want to lose five pounds, okay? Well, that, that doesn't need to be for the full year. You can lose five pounds within a month or even within a couple of weeks. So you have to sit down and think of that overall goal. Or maybe your goal is just to be stronger. So maybe you need to be more consistent with your workouts. You have to sit down and identify the goal. And then you have to ask yourself, is this realistic to do in a month? Or is this not realistic to do in a month? And I need a year to get this done. And then that's when you start to make your weekly attainable goals. When I first started on my journey, I used to make a little checklist every day for what I wanted to accomplish. So the first thing was to do my morning routine and that was just journaling and drinking my pre-workout. So that was my goal. And then my next goal was to do my workout. So that was my, my morning routine was my first one. My workout was my next one. Getting in my water was my third. And then my fourth goal was to make sure that I got the amount of veggies that I needed in a day. So for me, I think that was about like five servings. So I had five cups of veggies every day. And then eventually those goals changed because those became easy. So then eventually it was, okay, uh, still stick to your morning routine, but this time we're adding in brain food. Uh, still water has become easier, but still we'll make sure that we're getting our daily water in or even that's a lie. I bumped up my water goal to a gallon. So it was just half my body weight before. And then I bumped it up. And then my workouts, that was habit. I didn't need that anymore to check off because I had that under my belt. But now for food, it was to limit the junk, right? So now I'm not having junk every single week or every single day. I'm going to limit that to uh, for special occasions only, or maybe just once a month or once every other week or whatever it is for me 
that work best for you because you have to remember this food is not the enemy this is a little side note little tangent side note food is not the enemy you can still enjoy pizza and you still can enjoy chips and candy and whatever it is that you love you can enjoy all of those amazing things but you have to remember that your body wants the fuel your body wants the good stuff and in order to get the results that you want you got to give it to the good stuff because even though you might be craving pizza or craving ice cream or craving whatever it is that you're craving you're really not your body is lacking in other areas and chances are it's not getting enough of the nutrition that your body actually really wants so it's asking you in a different messed up way like eat the pizza and you're like uh no i got goals right so that is my th- that is my suggestion for you break them apart into small tangible bite-sized pizza pieces pizza now i got pizza on my mind pieces so then you can actually accomplish it quit looking at the overall goal especially if your goal is a big one quit looking at that overall goal of oh my gosh I really need to lose 100 pounds and this is so overwhelming. Stop looking at that and break it apart into weekly pieces that are going to get you there. And stop, stop setting New Year's resolutions unless you're going to stick to them. You need to set goals right now, today. What are your goals going to be for right now going into the holidays? Because from October 1st all the way to the new year, on average, people gain 15 to 30 pounds on average. Sometimes it's even more than that, you guys, which is insane. It's insane because we think like, oh, the holidays just give us every excuse to eat like crap for three months total. And then we'll start on the new year and then we don't even start. And before you know it, it's this terrible cycle that has happened instead of starting now. And then, yeah, of course, enjoy yourself around the holidays, right? But keep going, keep continuing. So maybe your goal, if you struggle around the holidays, maybe your goal is literally to only eat the foods you enjoy on the actual holiday. Because I want to remind you this, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, are all one day. Even though you might have multiple celebrations, they are one day. And I am speaking from somebody who is married to somebody with a divorced family and with a family who just does multiple celebrations. So I don't eat uh, everything that I want to and their dog on the six celebrations that we go to. What I do is I choose, I pick and choose. So, okay, I know that, you know, maybe Josh's dad's side, they make this dish that I'm going to really love and I'm going to enjoy. Um, or, you know, my mom and dad, they make this dish that I'm going to really love and enjoy. So I pick and choose small pieces, but I load up on the good stuff. And that means that I bring a good, healthy, nutritious dish. So that way I can load up on the good stuff. I can have the good stuff. And I'm not celebrating 16 times with overdoing it on foods that don't even make me feel good. Because I hear this all the time. I got turkey coma. No, what you did was you over, you completely over gave your body fat fats and carbs and now your body is exhausted because it doesn't know what to do with it and so it's storing it as fat and I'm not saying this is a bad thing I just think that we're so misinformed and we're so you know we, we have this warped sense of it's okay to do this and it's really and I mean of course it's your life if, if this is what you want to do, you go boo, right? But it's really not okay to be doing this. You have to remember the holiday is one day. So pick and choose. I teach this to my clients. Pick and choose of what things that you love, but load up on the good stuff because you can enjoy your mashed potatoes and gravy or your cheesecake maybe that your family makes. You can enjoy that, but what are you going to give your body to load up on the good stuff? 
So remember that. And I'm also going to be doing an episode where we talk about um, how exactly like a day of eating should look, because I think that's super informative to know. And a lot of you've been asking for it. So we're going to when it gets closer to the good old Thanksgiving, we're going to have an episode on that. But just remember that the holidays are one day each, (laughs) one day each. So three days total. Right. And it's not about completely just eating whatever you want for those three months unless you want to, then you can just totally ignore this. But I know most of you on here, you're like, uh, I don't understand why I'm gaining 15 pounds for the three months of the holidays. Well, this is exactly why. Because we give ourselves permission to eat like crap until the new year, and then we set goals for the new year, and then we don't follow through with them. And then before you know it, we've gained 50 pounds, right? So let's stop that, and let's, uh, let's prevent that. And again, I'm saying this nicely because... Yes, you should be able to enjoy food, but I think it's also important to know that food can have a very, or poor nutritious food can have a very negative effect on your mental health and your mindset and your anxiety and your depression. So when you're saying like, well, I'm living my life, I'm enjoying this food, you're really damaging a lot of other areas in your life. And that includes your mental health. So I think it's important to proceed with caution when you are doing that, that it's not just that you're living your best life. You're really tanking your best life by doing that. And I'm not trying to lecture you. I just, again, I think we're misinformed. We're very misinformed about food. We're very misinformed about living our best life and, and whatever that looks like. And yes, does your girl still love ice cream and pizza? Heck to the yes. But am I eating that every day, 20 times a day? Absolutely no. So just remember that food that isn't as nutritious has a negative effect on more than just your body. It's more than just the physical appearance. It has a negative effect on your mental health and other areas that you might not even think that it's affecting you. So I'm off my little my little tangent. I know this has kind of been everywhere, but this is the takeaway that I want you to have I'm going to hiccup. I hate when I do that. Sorry. Uh, the little, the couple takeaways that I want you to to grab from this episode. So number one, you don't need a new year to set goals. Set your goals right now on a Tuesday and then set your small achievable goals that you can do every single day that you can rock and totally accomplish that you don't need um, a whole year to accomplish. What are your weekly goals that you can rock without it being a new year or needing a year or whatever? Okay. Also, um, remember when you're setting the small achievable goals, they are literally that. There's something you can accomplish in a day, not in a week, not in a month, not in a year. It's something that you can accomplish in one day. So don't set 55 of them, set five of them or five to maybe 10 of them if you're feeling really saucy, but I would think five is like the perfect number. So set five of them. And then yes, set yearly goals, but break those apart into smaller goals. And just remember this, I'm going to keep repeating myself. You don't need a new year to set these goals. Do it today. Do it today. And then freaking message me when you've done it and show me your list of goals so I can cheer you the F on because I am your biggest cheerleader. I am in your corner. Rue is too, as her head is like buried in between my legs. She's like, amen. Her paws are up. So yes, I am your biggest cheerleader. You can freaking do this. I believe in you. I'm so proud of you. And until next time.
Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a friend or post it on social media and take me in it so I can personally thank you for getting the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon.